0: Good day and welcome to Smart Poker Study. Thank you for spending some study time with me today. So I'm looking forward to sharing today's episode with you because I know you're probably just like me. Nobody likes facing three bets, right? But with today's aggressive games, and you already know this because you're a poker player, live or online, you face a ton of three bets, right? In this episode, I'm going to share the most important HUD statistics that I use to help me make reads on my opponent when I'm facing those 3-bets. Now, these statistics tell me how often they 3-bet from each position, and very importantly, the position they 3-bet against. So I'm going to help you respond to 3 bets a little bit better with this episode. Make sure you go to the show notes page, smart <laughs> smartpokerstudy.com slash pod403 got a screenshot of the facing three bets hud that i have right there and there's a few different youtube videos to help you look ahead to spot three betters, and also how to plug the leak of poor three bet calling once again smart study.com slash pod four zero three okay let's do this gambate what do you see we cut the chit chat a-hole we face multiple 3-bets in every single session we play. When you know something is going to happen, you had best prepare for it. Novice players, they don't prepare for 3-bets. They take it one hand at a time, and they spend way too much mental energy on the felt, trying to decide on a course of action. You know, they'll think of things like, Oh man, I just open and he 3-bet. Do I call? Do I 4-bet? Do I just fold this? Is this hand, maybe ace-queen offsuit, pocket 7s, king-10 suited, is this hand worth playing here? Exceptional players, on the other hand, they open the pot with an idea of how they will respond to the 3-bet. They've done a lot of work off the felt so that they have a good idea of the most positive EV route to take based on their hand, the position, and the player making the 3-bet. Preparing off the felt allows you to bring your stress-free logic and your analysis to your on-the-felt pressure-filled play. You've got money on the line and really not much time to make your decisions. So, all the off the felt work you do, it frees up that mental space for all those important, in the thick of it, adjustments that you want to make to your three bet calling ranges. And speaking of ranges, a big part of preparing off the felt is devising those ranges to use. But no matter how good a set of ranges is, it really can't prepare you for everything. Ranges are meant to be a starting place for like when you're playing against unknown players or even tight aggressive players, but you'll end up facing 3-bets from loose aggressive players, maniacs, nits, or even whales sometimes. Uh, Maybe it's a min 3-bet, a 3x 3-bet, a 5x 3-bet, or even one of those crazy 3-bet overshove 100 big blind bets. Studying hands and running situations through Flopzilla, if you do that kind of work off the felt, it'll make you a more adaptable player in these larger 3-bet pots. So, how do we look for ways to adapt our ranges to the 3-betting opponent? First, we use player type. So, we'll continue less often versus a nit's 3-bet than, say, if a Maniac made the 3-bet. That's why we always want to have VPIP, PFR, and Preflop 3-bet in our HUD. These stats quickly help us determine the player that we're up against. But there's another set of stats that I use in my 3-bet pop-up. The 3-bet versus position stats allow us to see the bluffiness of our opponent's 3-bet. If you go to the show notes, you'll see a screenshot of my pop-up. And within that pop-up, you'll see that I have the stats laid out by position and versus the various positions that they face the 2-bet from. This particular screenshot shows all the stats that I've gathered over 5,400 hands with one tight aggressive player. So this is that tight aggressive winning player's stats. In the screenshot, there are a few stats that stand out. Now, it might be hard to visualize if you're just listening to this. So that screenshot in the show notes will help you follow along. So if you're able to, if you're not um, currently, I don't know, driving the car, check out those uh, that, that screenshot. So there's three things that jump out at me when I'm uh, looking at this screenshot right here. The first is the 3-bet versus a cutoff. It's quite high from the blinds. This player likes to 3-bet steal versus cutoff opens. I can fight back with more calls and more 4-bets when I open raise in the cutoff. Also for this player, their 3-bet versus button is high when they're in the small blind. So this player steals more from the small blind, but they like to call a lot in the big blind, and that might be because they just have that full one big blind discount. I can use this information to occasionally 4-bet bluff, or call with position from the button when they 3-bet me from the small blind. And when they 3-bet me from the big blind, I can easily ditch my dominated hands or call with speculative hands like suited connectors and small to medium pocket pairs. Uh, By calling with those, I can potentially crush their value-heavy big blind 3-bet range. And the last thing I notice when looking at this screenshot here is a couple of outlier stats. There's one at uh, 7.5%. Which is in the cutoff versus an EP raise, and the other one at 7.4%. This is in the MP versus another MP raise. Now, these percentages are a bit higher than all the other ones, and it could be caused by maybe getting dealt some great hands in a small sample size. But I can keep an eye out for this and research the showdown hands that they make out of these positions, or the showdown three bet hands that they make out of these positions, to see if they're actually bluffing spots for this player. So unless you have the smart HUD for PokerTracker 4, you probably don't have these 3-bet versus positional stats already laid out for you. Now, I don't know if these 3-bet versus positional stats are available in Hold'em Manager, but they're definitely available in PokerTracker 4. You're going to have to add them to your HUD. Once again, utilize the picture in the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 403 for how I built my facing 3-bet section. But the various 3-bet uh, statistics you want, you're going to find them in, in poker tracker 4. They're called 3-bet, VS, and then the position. So for example, 3-bet, VS, big blind, 2-bet. 3-bet versus button, 2-bet. 3-bet versus cutoff, open. All of them are right there. Once again, you can find them super easily. 3-bet, VS, and then the position. When you add each of these statistics to your pop-up or maybe directly to your HUD if you want it there, make sure you set the positional element. So if you want to know how often somebody, so if you want to know how often somebody three bets versus a button two bet from the small blind specifically, when you add that statistic, make sure you just set it to player is in the small blind. Do that for each of the positions to build out your entire facing three bet pop-up. So what should we think about before calling the 3 bit pre-flop? Well, we already mentioned utilizing the player type, some of the stats, you want to think about your cards or your hand and the position as well. But here's one thing that you really need to realize. When you call the 3 bit you're doing more than just calling. The hand doesn't end there pre-flop. You're voluntarily committing more chips to the pot in an effort to see the flop. And there are many reasons that you may choose to call instead of 4-betting or folding. The first one is, maybe you have a strong hand, and you believe the opponent will fold to a 4-bet, so you don't want them out of the pot just yet. Maybe their 3-bet versus your position, maybe it's a bit high, and they also have a high fold-to-4-bet stat. For example, you have pocket aces, and you want to earn more than just their 3-bet preflop chips. Another situation Maybe your opponent has post-flop weaknesses that you can take advantage of later on, but you think they won't fold to a 4-bet. Maybe their 3-bet versus your position is small, so they're going for value when they 3-bet. But you have position on them, and maybe they're honest post-flop. For example, you look at their C-bet stats. Maybe the opponent is fit or fold on the flop, uh, or they bet a lot of flops, but they check a lot of turns, so they're a turn-honest player. You can take advantage of this information. Another situation where you might want to call the 3-bet is you have positional advantage and a skill advantage, and you're happy to go post-flop in a 3-bet pot with this particular hand. Now, this is a great idea when their 3-bet versus your position is high, and you have a hand that can extract value versus their wide 3-bet range. So for example, your opponent is a tight aggressive player, so it might be easy to push them off when they check to you. Also, if they bet on the flop after you flop a monster hand, you'll be able to extract maximum value from their betting range. Another situation, maybe the price that you're being offered is too good to pass up with your hand. So for example, you opened standard to three big blinds and they min three bet you to just five big blinds. It only costs you two big blinds to win a total pot now of 11.5 big blinds. So basically your hand only needs 17% equity. So you'll probably proceed with just about your entire preflop opening range. And another situation where you might consider calling the 3-bet is your opponent has been overly aggressive and you think your hand is good enough to fight back with a call instead of just folding it out. So, for example, maybe you see their 3-bet versus your position is so high that you can call wider and expect to get value from their tendency to bluff post-flop. So for example, maybe you have pocket 7s or ace 10 suited in the cutoff versus a loose aggressive or a maniac small blind, and this player maybe has a 3-bet of 13% in that position versus you in the cutoff. Now some important notes. It's critical to keep your calling hands toward the top of their 3-betting range. If they 3-bet with every ace, then calling with ace queen and ace jack is just fine, but calling with ace 8 and ace 7 or even worse is pretty bad. The same thing holds true for kings, suited connectors, or even pocket pairs. If they 3-bit every pocket pair, then call with pocket jacks and 10s, possibly 9s, but if you call with 8s and below, you basically just set mining in this bigger bloated pot. Don't let your calling range get too wide, though. If you're willing to call with a hand as low as pocket 4s, maybe ace 10, king 10 suited, and 10 9 suited, then logically you'd also call with better hands. So you'd call with pocket 4s, 5s, 6s, 7s, and 8s. If you'd call King-10 suited, you're also calling King-Jack suited, King-Queen suited, probably even Queen-10 suited, and maybe even Jack-10 suited. Sure, your opponent might have a high 3-bet percentage versus your position, but don't let that convince you to call with some crazy 120 combo range. This is a larger 3-bet pot, after all, so you must be sure you're committing chips in a favorable way. You make the most money off of calling stations that call far too wide. Don't allow yourself to become a calling station by calling way too often, not just 3-bets, but 2-bets as well. Also, when you're calling a 3-bet, you want to have at least two of the three advantages. You remember those, I've discussed them before. The three advantages are card advantage, positional advantage, and skill advantage. If you have only one or none of those advantages, just save your chips and move on to the next hand. Do not willingly make poker difficult. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Add all of the 3-bet versus position stats to your own 3-bet pop-up. Practice using these stats in your next five play sessions. Gauge how likely the 3 bets you face are for value or for a bluff, and respond accordingly. Now it's your turn to take action and do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody!